T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You know, on the day that the world is going to end here in America, because the evil Republicans, you know, they won't... uh, they're, they're balking at um, upping the, the debt ceiling. I mean, who are we kidding? Who are we kidding? Why are we continuing to pretend that the people who we, hit, we have to put our faith in, in D.C., and I, you know, and this is one of those moments where I have to be honest with you. I am a Republican. I vote Republican. I think Republicans, eight out of ten times, are correct on most public policy issues. But Republicans have failed to get this budget situation under control. It's not all their fault. When they do, when, when people like Bob Good and, uh, you know, kind of the hardcore Republicans who do see what Chip Roy is another one uh, in the House, who we talked to is from Texas but went to University of Richmond, remember? <laughs> you know, I mean, it's interesting how there are a lot, in the past at least, a lot of the patriots – in America, the people who are sober and responsible and smart have a Virginia connection. I don't, unfortunately, I don't think that's going to be the case going forward because we're cranking out leftist wackos these days, courtesy of our universities and colleges um, and the bad leadership that we have in those institutions. But I digress. When responsible leaders have said, guys, this is unsustainable. The spending is unsustainable. We're throwing money away uh, on reckless programs, and we're spending money deliberately on programs that have not proven to get the results that perhaps Democrats had hoped for. With social spending, you know, the war on poverty really hasn't reduced poverty. It subsidized it. You know, you, I'm 52, you go back to Lyndon Johnson, and you look at the programs that he espoused. They haven't worked. America's not in a better place today. It's a bigger country with more people, uh, but it's not in a better place when it comes to poverty. And I would argue that, you know, it's, it's the law of unintended consequences, that the money that we have spent on these programs have actually has that that money has actually undermined the foundation that held families together that made it possible I mean let's let's be honest I'm in a tough spot uh I mean I don't I don't know if Alonzo and I are getting married anytime soon uh, you know that's that's kind of a different dynamic than a male female having children create but um I am I look at what happened to my dad last year and I think thank goodness he had a son 
who was raised to believe that family was important. That's me. He had a daughter, my sister, who was raised to believe that family was important. If we had just expected the government to foot the bill and get him some nurses to take care of him, and we checked in once a day on the phone, like, hey, how you doing? Yeah, okay. I mean, that, he would have been dead a long time ago, uh, probably a decade ago. <laughs> you know, the, the family unit that for some reason the Democrats seem to have a problem with, and in fact, some of them hate it, I guess because of the patriarchy, they think that that's, you know, this is, this is how men control society. Uh, I mean, I, I guess it's what some of them say. I, I, what we have done is we have deliberately funded programs that have undermined society and have put us in a pretty precarious position. I mean, that's my hypothesis. What is not a hypothesis is when you flip the page over and you look at the totals financially. That's not that. That's not John Reed just offering his personal moral assessment of American society. That's. Anybody who can do basic math realizing, holy cow, the country's about to implode because we've spent too much money. I mean, it's almost quaint when I think back to the 80s and Ronald Reagan was in office and the big thing for Democrats was Reagan is spending us into oblivion on defense spending. Remember that? Remember there was the big clock in Times Square and uh, it was almost like the death counter that they did with Trump. You know, they, they, they drove Trump's numbers down during election year. The media did in, in conjunction with the Democrat National Committee. They, they damaged Trump by putting that death clock up in, on your TV shows. So, you know, all the 400-pound ladies who were stuffing their fat face with um, cheeseburgers are very concerned they're going to catch COVID and die. Right. (laughs) While they watch Whoopi Goldberg on The View (laughs) because the death clock is up on the. Oh, my God. (laughs) I hope I don't get covid. Yeah. Yeah. I hope you don't get covid, too. You know, maybe a slim fast shake would be good for you (laughs) instead of (laughs) your cheeseburger. But they did. They did that to Trump with the covid numbers. And they tried to do it with Reagan. Um, they tried to do it with Reagan over spending numbers because they had the big clock. Look at look, every American owes this amount of money. That's quaint. Now in 2023, those numbers look like um, look like my grandfather talking about how he used to go to the movies for a, a nickel. You know, oh my god, I remember when he would say we'd go to the movies and it would be a nickel. Um, we need to sober up. We need to sober up nationally, and thank God, whoever wrote the Constitution of Virginia made sure that we had to have a balanced budget here in Virginia. Or I guarantee you that these Democrats that some of you keep sending to the Capitol here in Richmond, they would be spending us into oblivion here, and they'd be talking about the accounting tricks that would make it look like it's all okay until they need to raise your taxes. Now, speaking of what's happening at the Capitol... Delegate Tim Anderson, the Republican from down in Virginia Beach, is with us this morning. How are you, uh, Tim? Uh, good morning, John. How are you doing? I'm okay. Doing great. What's what's the the tone at the Capitol these days? I have not had a chance to come down and visit with you all yet, which I hope to do at the end of the week or or next week. Are people at each other's throats, or is there some common ground, or what's what's the vibe? 
Um, I, you know, it's an interest, interesting session, as we all know. I mean, obviously, we have divided government. That is in itself challenging right. uh, with that, with Republicans in the House and the Democrats in the Senate. But, uh, you know, we also have redistricting, and some incumbents are paired against each other. And, uh, you know, there's a little bit of infighting that we're starting to see happening. And, and you know, people that are on the same team are fighting with each other. That's um, That's been a little interesting. Uh, I, I think the theme of this year is, is that, uh, the governor wants uh, uh, to lower taxes. He wants to return surplus uh, tax revenue that we have, and uh, he wants to address mental health. And it seems like we are going to find some common ground and uh, some bipartisanship agreement uh, in these areas with uh, with Democrats. Uh, those are going to be, I think, the theme and the legislative accomplishments that are going to come out of uh, Richmond this year. A lot of the other things, it is a it is a killing field here. I mean, we are killing our own teams' bills. Um, uh, Democrats are killing their their stuff in the Senate. Um, it's it's a very weird year for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let me leave because I'm looking at the clock here, and we got started a little late. Let me let me ask you about this Chesterfield situation because I do follow you on Facebook. I I appreciate the the video updates you seem to be doing every day from the Capitol. Even when I was in Asia, I was like, oh, okay, let me see what Tim Anderson's saying about the start of the session. So that's helpful. And what a wonderful thing for you to be able to cut through people like me and speak directly to the voters. I think that's great. Uh, But what is the situation? You're involved in this very nasty back and forth in Chesterfield because because if I understand correctly, there was an arrest of a pastor at a mega church back in your home district, right, in Virginia Beach. And Jeff Katz, yeah, my but- colleague in the afternoon, has been covering this pretty extensively. So I'm, I'm playing catch up here. But tell me what the story is. Yeah, so basically we have a mega church pastor in Virginia Beach who got caught up in Chesterfield County with a underage child prostitution sting. Right. Um, the, this pastor goes to a, you know, text this girl and, uh, uh, that who identifies herself as being 17 years old. And, uh, and that's true. We this. know that's true. <clears throat> so we got this from the police file. Okay. Um, I FOIA'd the police file, the police arrest records, and I've released the text message exchanges between the pastor and who he believed to be a 17 year old girl. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we have him showing up at her hotel. We have the police arresting him. We have his interview with the police after the fact. All this stuff is from the police file. Um, and uh, 17 other guys get uh, caught up in the same deal, the same sting. And, um, you know, 13 of these guys are have been convicted. The other ones are still kind of pending. And his case and another one get just dismissed for no reason. Prosecutor says it's being dismissed for lack of evidence. And, you know, we've been very critical of that decision. The chief of police uh, publicly came out and said, there is not lack of evidence here. Um, this is Chief is, Jeff Katz. Yeah, Chief Jeff Katz. That's okay. right. Not, this is not related at all to okay. uh, Jeff Katz on the radio. Right. Um, and, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's very rare to see a police chief come out and, you know, publicly criticize the elected Commonwealth attorney. But it is nasty. I mean, your, your, your summation of this, it is nasty. This is a Republican prosecutor that I am publicly fighting with and um you know i just we just want to know what was the lack of evidence what was the problem with the case and she has failed to address that but today 9 a.m right chesterfield county she has some kind of a press and press announcement so we're going to be there we're going to see what she has to say um, you, do you I, know what you know, that's going to has there been any indication of what that will be <clears throat> no 
Now we know it's about we know it's about the Pastor Blanchard case. Can she bring um, charges back? She can. Yeah, she okay. dismissed them in such a way that the charges can be brought back. Um, oh. So we we will see what happens at nine o'clock. I'll I'll text you and let you know, and maybe it's worth a talk uh, uh, later. But um, but uh, yeah, this is a this is a very bad thing happening in Chesterfield, and it affects Virginia Beach. And uh, we are, you know, I've been I'm right in the middle of it. All right. Now, look, this is kind of unfair what I'm about to do to you, and I want to preface it that way. Um, And normally I wouldn't bring this up, but I've been texted a few times last night knowing that I was going to talk to you and that this press conference is going to be announced. And and I'm just going to ask you point blank because people are saying that your plan is to move to Chesterfield to run for Commonwealth's attorney and that this is politically motivated. I don't know if that's true. I, and, I, and I don't like to bring up rumors on the radio. And it's, and as I say, I don't know whether you'll be mad at me and think that's unfair for me to bring up. But what is your reaction to that? Because apparently a bunch of people think that's what's going on here. Well, uh, you know, the the, the fight with uh, Stacey uh, Davenport has been, uh, has been uh, going on for a while. And uh, when this fight started... Uh, that, that was the furthest thing from my mind. I mean, I'm a state delegate. I'm from Virginia Beach. I live in Virginia I know, Beach. I know. I think you're doing a great um, job for, I mean, as yeah, a delegate, and and I love the fact that you're down at Virginia Beach. I would think you would fit in really well with that crowd and represent them well, and they would kind of like your feistiness, I would think. But Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, but, but, but as I've been shaking this rotten tree in mm-hmm. Chesterfield, hmm. a lot of bad nuts have been coming out of it, and um, it is becoming clear to me uh, from not just this, this Blanchard case, but that uh, Stacey Davenport is doing an awful job, a terrible job in Chesterfield County. And oh, uh, they, they are they are looking for somebody else. And I, I'm not going to deny I'm not thinking about that. Um, I certainly haven't decided that 100 percent. But, um, you know, this is a big that's, it's, it's a big ask. I'd have to resign. I have to move to Chesterfield. We have to move my family. It's a big thing. So this is not something that, you know, you just make a decision overnight. But Chesterfield is in bad shape, and that prosecutor needs to go. If somebody better comes forward, great. If somebody doesn't, maybe it'll be me. All right. Well, I appreciate your candor in in talking about it. Um, And you know what? Let's stay in touch today. Let's see what Stacey Davenport has to say at 9 o'clock. Uh, I think she's with us tomorrow live on the air. At least that's the plan at the moment. So I'll, I'm going to ask her some questions tomorrow. But, uh, Tim, please stay in touch with me this morning, and let's uh, chat again. Delegate Tim Anderson, the Republican yeah. from Virginia Beach. Thank you. Take care. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.